Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. August 12th, 2021. Eight questions for Disney's fiscal June Q3 2021 tonight. Disney set to report Q3 June 2020 earnings after the close this evening. We thought it would be useful to lay out the key questions and issues we're thinking about heading into earnings. Number one, why shift back to exclusive theatrical window? Given the slow recovery of movie theater attendance, driven by a secular shift in consumer behavior, exaggerated by the worsening COVID-19 Delta variant pandemic, why are you shifting back to exclusive theatrical releases with Free Guy and Shang-Chi? Why not use your streaming platforms either via Premier Access or simply include it as part of the subscription? You have repeatedly talked about being flexible and listening to consumers. Why is this the right approach now? to release feature films. Number two, premier access versus included with SVOD. If Disney's number one priority is building direct-to-consumer subscription relationships, why have you only included animated family feature films day and date at no extra cost within Disney Plus while charging $30 extra for older skewing films? Why is Disney's premier access quote-unquote surcharge approach, superior to what Warner Brothers did, including all their films at no extra cost within HBO Max during 2021. Related, could you give us an update on what current Premier Access revenues look like globally for Black Widow and Jungle Cruise today versus the opening weekend stats you released of $60 million and $30 million respectively? Number three, why is Hulu not resolved? Given the rapid shift of consumer behavior towards streaming, the value of Hulu is rising rapidly, implying the cost of buying out Comcast is stepping higher every day. Given that Disney's already been forced into arbitration over the Star launch, essentially launching Hulu overseas with a different brand, the Star lawsuit, given confusion with stars, the coming Disney Comcast affiliation slash retrans renewal, and the need to consolidate Disney Plus and Hulu into a single streaming service, why is buying out Comcast immediately not your top priority? Number four, Disney IP versus talent. While we know you are unable to comment on the current Scarlett Johansson lawsuit, we're curious how you think about the talent cost tied to Disney's content creation. Given the power of your franchise IP, is high-profile talent increasingly less important to the financial success of Disney's content creation? Should we expect content to become more profitable going forward as you reduce talent costs? Number five, ESPN and the SEC. The SEC appears to quickly be coming all that matters in college football. Curious how you think this changes where you allocate sports rights dollars going forward around college sports and how this impacts the college football playoff system. Number six, ESPN and sports betting. Your peers are more closely aligning sports media and sports betting. Is ESPN's current advertising and affiliate relationship with sports books enough for ESPN? or is a closer sports betting relationship needed? If yes, can that be done with ESPN inside of Disney? Number seven, theme parks and vaccinations. Disneyland Paris is now requiring vaccination to enter the park and or a negative test result, with mask wearing required inside the park, even if outdoors. Given the current situation in Florida, curious how you're thinking about safety measures within the U.S. parks relative to what you're doing overseas. It appears the only requirements in U.S. parks is indoor mask wearing regardless of vaccination status. Number eight, future of Hulu Live. How important is Hulu Live to Disney? 
With only 10% of Hulu subs taking Hulu Live, curious why do you continue to devote management attention and financial resources to Hulu Live? Feels like Disney's increasingly moving away from linear TV, so why run your own linear TV service? 